Gregoire and Dan Beeston are smart enough to know better. fridges that have a little barcode reader in the door so yeah. whenever anything goes into or out of the fridge it just goes <gasps> and it knows and what's there, in the and fridge and there are internet fridges too and it's connected to the internet, the internet yeah. and it can actually order you more straight away that, stuff that's, 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 that's really yeah. dangerous because with my husband it'd just be adding more beer to the <laughs> no but you can set up you can put a password on it and you can set it up so <laughs> sorry Steve uh, <laughs> you can set it up and, uh, and have it so, so it locks it out and it only orders it once a week and only orders a minimum amount she who controls the password controls the world. <laughs> or an alarm goes off yeah. on the fridge. Either you that have or removed it. three beers in a two-day period. <laughs> hey, Mr. Lush, what's your problem? <laughs> or just to save you some time, Renee, uh, every time the third beer comes out of the fridge in a night, the fridge just goes, really? <laughs> no, 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 no. no it, it's like chocolate, just... Richard Chocolate, it goes... Yeah, it's got to be. It's got to be the passive aggressive. Yeah, yeah. Oh, you know what you want? You want a sensor at the front of the fridge that actually speaks your weight. Yes. Oh, that's brilliant. Welcome to Smart Enough, No Better, episode three point seven. What we should explain though, before we go on, what we should explain is why we have these weird numbers. It's not because we're uh, innumerate, though it may seem that way. We have weird ones. It's just that sometimes we have extra material, uh, or we, like this time, we have someone who we want to interview that won't fit into the main podcast. Instead of you, gentle listener, missing out on the genius that is smart enough to know better. Um, Don't snort laugh. <laughs> I'm mocking myself. We're anyway, trying to okay. get some sort of oomph behind I'm us. passively aggressing myself. Uh, we, we, we try and put them into 3.5s and 3.3s and 2.5s and 1.5s. So these are the main podcasts, so definitely listen to all of them. But these are the bits and pieces that we find interesting that don't fit into the main podcast. And we have the right... To not do any point ones at all That's if we right. get really lazy. Which I think happened to buy about episode five. Right? <laughs> well, the funny thing is, we've, we've done three actual episodes, but we have six in the can. So it's a bit weird when you think about it. These, these point fives are actually quite big. They're, they're nearly as big as the podcast themselves and take as much work to put together. But we made that promise to you. We made a promise that we bring out one a month and we keep him to that promise. But if we give you extra, you'll love us more. If we fail, then oh well, you never expected it anyway. So really, we're just really wussing out, aren't we? So it's basically all just all chaff in these episodes. Don't say and that. And the wheat sinks to the bottom of the, the main ones. And, the, and with that, let's welcome our guest. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> we are giving Renee a right of reply. Because you heard our episode on male lactation. Episode two, I do believe. And it wasn't the episode about male lactation per se that was was an issue. It was all of the... <laughs> Issue. Ah, that'd be that'd be me then, huh? I look, as I said before, I find the human body a terrifying array of juices and, and ducks. And and everything that comes out of it or goes into sphincters. it. Uh, oh, oh, sphincters. Yeah, I just the whole thing just worries me. As I get older, maybe it's just my body's worrying me more, but it's everyone's bodies are like you know when you're younger, oh bodies, yeah. And I, I don't think everyone's like that actually. Uh, and as I get older I kind of just get worse. Human I just wanna cut my brain out and put it in a machine and just be happy and logical and in a cupboard. <laughs> so you, you want to be logical by cutting your brain out of your head and putting it in a machine. I'm, I'm assuming some sort of robot or oh, cybernetic oh, thing, yes, yes. not just a dishwasher. No, well, 
they have full lives. That would all depends. That's a whole very brave new world. I'd be an Epsilon dishwasher. I wash dishes. Greg's happy now. I wash dishes. <laughs> no, I want to, I'm a Dalek dishwasher, which is kind of strange. <laughs> Buying more dishes? The last ones were exterminated. <laughs> That's right. So, Renee, you listened to the podcast and you took issue with us mentioning issue. <laughs> it was just the fact that you had three men that had nothing to do with lactating women actually discussing. But we were discussing male lactation. Yeah, she this men. I know. <laughs> Little do they know. No, it was just a, a bit odd that there wasn't somebody that had actually been through the process of lactation mm, mm. to uh, fill in some of the blanks because you had a lot of curly questions for Dr Watson there Yes, and yes. he did the best he could Listening back to that episode I think you'll find there is a lot of mechanics involved yes. in the whole and it's very much three men that's three men going so if you grab slot A and you put it into tab B and then milk mm. comes out <laughs> Com- compare the human breast to an architectural marvel like the Empire <laughs> State <laughs> Building. And many men do. That's something that you could be proud of. <laughs> that's right. So yes, I think I, I think I understand and where you're coming from. That that's fine. And Middle, you can't crash a plane into into a pair of boobs and go <laughs> So you know. That's when boobs have a that was a very mixed metaphor then, wasn't it? That was mm-hmm. mixed, that was ground up in the case. I actually uh, had another listen to the episode mm. today because I better than us. Over and I she's um, professional. Damn, we're in trouble. <laughs> no, no. I just I thought it was worthwhile, given that it's the whole right of reply thing, that it might be worthwhile to. Dear listeners, she's got a list. She's just <laughs> produced a list. I think we're in trouble. That's okay. I've also got some. Uh, things to show you as well. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. And thus proves uh, the point about us not being men, just being little boys <laughs> pretending to be men. Right. I, di- I did expect a certain reaction from the little uh, bits and pieces that so, I've got to show you, but uh, don't get there. So, so no, um, ladies and gentlemen, if you, if you are listening, our beautiful listeners who are listening to this, if you ever want us to invite us around and show things in your houses, <laughs> we're quite happy to come around and see them. I thought I'd start at the beginning because there was uh, mention that allegedly that breastfeeding can be quite a pleasant feeling and it can but I can also guarantee you it can hurt like hell. Oh. It's a learned skill. As mm. much as, as much as babies Ooh. have got the rooting reflex and like they will find a breast if you put the baby on tummy of the mum yep. they will find a way to get to the breast. They'll be able to smell it and they'll be able to find it and they know they want to... <laughs> they can smell it! And they, uh, and they want... girl. And they want to get to it. This is survival. <laughs> it's like, you're in the jungle. The babies are all around us. Stop lactating, you fool! <laughs> they can smell us from miles away. Mm, scary. Well, it, but, but that's but, true. If you're in a mine, you take a baby with you, and yeah. you need to get out of the mine, you just have the women up the top at the end of the day. <laughs> uh, which way do we go? Which tunnel? At least put the baby on the ground. I don't know that it's that kind of remote control. <laughs> okay, fair you're not thinking big enough. <laughs> no, obviously not. You just, you just <laughs> want to care and nurture for your child. You don't want to send it to a mine. And that's why Australia is failing as an economic power. So, painful. Uh, and it is. It's a learned skill. You uh, you have to 
learn how to do it. Both the baby and the mother have to mm. learn how to do it. And I assume the father if they're lactating. And <laughs> <laughs> Never. To that degree. I, and before you take it, before you, you horrify us, but she just reached for a bag, dear listener. I found out something today, just totally by chance, about breastfeeding. Because there's always big arguments about whether you should breastfeed your children. And some people think it's like almost it's akin to child abuse not to breastfeed the children. That's too far, I think. It's from my vast experience of being a man with the children. But there's this kind of argument of breastfeeding or not breastfeeding and, and it goes back and forth across generations but what they've discovered scientifically not talking about how chill well children go but they've been links now between breastfeeding for at least a month so that's not a long time but at least you should breastfeed for a month and the chances of your child developing diabetes is severely reduced so there's things in the milk that actually they say now help fight or protect against diabetes. My understanding is that there are significant health benefits for the mother as well. Oh. That you have breasts and they're as a woman they're designed to lactate. Oh, I have breasts as well. Well, you, you and you have breasts and uh, oh. you, you can try male lactating all you want, but uh, as a woman <laughs> they do have. Yours aren't so much designed <laughs> as they are sort of a, a mishmash of craft <laughs> products <laughs> <laughs> inflicted. The hillbilly shanty that they are. Yes, because she has listened to the last podcast. That's been stupid. And uh, and my understanding is that incidences of breast cancer and mm. that are, are lessened just by breastfeeding. Oh, okay. So so there are there, there are benefits for both mother and child to breastfeed. And somebody pointed out to me that babies, when they're born, their most undeveloped sense is sight. Mm. Their sight is not fixed. It's, it's still. I, very... I would have thought it was a sense of irony. <laughs> no, okay. You'd be surprised how ironic your baby, baby can be. be. Wait, really? Because most adults have no idea what it means. Their sense of balance isn't strong. <laughs> Fashion sense. <laughs> See what kids normally wear? Shocking. Sense of humour. Sense of humour. Knock knock jokes. I know. Bring knock knock jokes. I, actually, no, I'll fight you on that. But you, can, you can make a kid laugh at the stupidest things. Like you just out of the big movie, like. Ah! magically from behind his hands. Kids are idiots. <laughs> it's so funny when you do that. <laughs> hey, Dragon. Hey, Dad. Where's he going? Oh, oh, my God. That was brilliant. <laughs> of the five senses yes. that are traditionally referred to, nice. you know, especially in a scientific kind of realm. Oh, yes, yes. That's right. Oops, sorry. Um, sight is the least developed sense that a, a baby has. Right. Their sense of smell is very strong so that they can smell Hunt down the lactating in forest settings. <laughs> Escape and mines. so, uh, and that... That'll make them miners. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> Audio high five. <laughs> If that's even all that followed by a forehead slap that's on the other side of the table. Yeah, I'm actually fa I did the slap on FaceTiming myself. <laughs> that was actually quite bad. Uh, so, baby's uh, sight actually develops mm. uh, to a point that they've got a focal length that's about 40 centimetres, mm. which, strangely enough, is usually from about nipple to oh. face sight. So, unlike men, they look at the boobs and the face. Yes. Nice. Well, because they're positioned at the breast so yeah. often, and they look up at mum, and when they're first born, it's light and dark. Yeah, That's, yeah. It, it's not... It's, so, it's it's eyes, mm. mouth, it's the contrast of you to a background and, and all of that sort of stuff. I'd heard something about this, because my sister, she's got nearly a year old now, and she was 
ringing me up saying, oh, my, my lovely daughter, Isla. Hello, Isla, if you're listening in the future. My lovely daughter, Isla, she, we, stare at each, we stare at each other all our lives and, and you know, it's back and forth, stare, stare, stare. And, and I'd read this thing, being interested in this sort of stuff and how a certain number of months, a child locks on, they, they learn how to lock onto eyes and their brain goes, oh, that, that's important and we're making eye contact. But they, they learn to lock on but they don't learn how to lock off, how to, how to pull away, so they don't learn that bit till later. So when you're just staring wildly at your kid's eye, your kid's probably going, I can't look away! And, and you have this hour-long staring, and the kid's like, why is mum staring at me? And it, it doesn't know how. It doesn't have... Why won't you let me go? That's a, and as long as you stare at the kid for, for this period of time, your kid can't look away. Your kid is locked to you. I'm going to find a kid to try that. No, 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 no. It's, it's, I'll find the mum. So this sounds brilliant. You're... Like, it's like, ah! So yeah, as, as my sister pointed out that I ruin all beautiful things in her life. <laughs> <laughs> You've always ruined things since you were born. Oh, thanks. Okay. So, oh, stuff. To- Toys. Okay. Good. Oh, that's good. I pulled out a baby's bottle, oh. a, a traditional style baby's bottle. Yep. With a very narrow nipple. Yes. On it. All right. Versus. Very true. We'll we'll take pictures of these and put them in the link notes. Versus. Another type oh. of bottle, and this was actually my preferred bottle because I was uh, breastfeeding. This it person. looks more like an actual breast. Exactly. A tiny breast. Yeah, well, like I mean, an anime girl or something. <laughs> <laughs> or an anime boy. I've seen those animes. Uh, but why not just to freak you out with weird silicon things, mm. but to show you the, the shape, because yeah. I'm not going to pull out my own breast to show you. Um, Makes such promises. Uh, but basically, these particular bottles are designed. Actually, so, hang on, sorry, just off a second. If you're interested in what breasts look like, go, go on the internet. Uh, you'll find them pretty quickly. Most of them aren't real, though. That's my experience of other people telling me. <clears throat> right, thanks. No worries. So basically, I wanted to show the difference between uh, what a lot of people think of when they think about a, a child feeding. Yes, yep, yep. yep. Versus something that is designed to be a lot more realistic to what a baby is offered when they're breastfed. Yes. Okay. And a baby, when they're breastfeeding, even a newborn baby, will cover most of that. Most of the mouth of the boob Most most of the the Uh. actual silicon nipple there. A baby has to open the mouth really wide and the, uh, the nipple section, and when you're breastfeeding, they do tend to be long like this. Okay. Don't ask me, I don't know why, but... Yeah, nipples get larger. Well, yeah, well, I guess they're getting sucked on a lot too, but basically the actual movement is at this point. Further back. So Further back, behind the nipple. Think, right. think a cow's udder. Yep. And this probably won't be the first time that I mention cows in the same... <laughs> because, of, let's face it, in a scientific sense, I guess we are the cows of the species. In, in a, in You're a, telling me! But of bullshit. Thank you. I'm, like, very, I'm very quiet. <laughs> <laughs> the married man says nothing. Uh, it's a biological. It's a biological act, mm. and cows are one place that we're used to seeing milk and, yeah. ha- and how milk travels. And mm-hmm. with a cow, you don't grab the bottom of the teeth. You grab it up high and you squeeze it and you pull the milk down. Most and most overnights would have no idea how to milk a cow. But I know what you mean. Yeah, you, you have to. You start at the top. You, if you if you grasp it with your hand, with your thumb at the top, you, you squeeze with the top of your thumb, and then you squeeze down. So yep. you, you you do it that way. You can't see um, what I'm doing. And so it, with no. when a, a baby is actually latching on, the uh, the nipple is actually in the back of their throat, mm-hmm. and and the pressure is applied behind the nipple. Oh, okay. It's not like 
your husband sucks your nipples. <laughs> you know, it, it's, yeah. not, it, it, it's not like... I've never like, had that experience. I was going to say, how did you know about my husband? That's got that really quiet. It, it's not like a sexual suckling yeah. of the, the nipples. I, and I think that from your the last podcast, that um, there was a really hard to see that it was a completely different... Right, okay. Do, do you know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah, it, yeah. It's not just... Action. Dr. Watson was mentioning that if you wanted to try and get male lactation happening, that maybe uh, manual stimulation of the nipples and you know, having them sucked and that sort of mm. stuff. If a baby latches onto the front part and doesn't get enough of just the, the flesh... Just the nipple itself. Yeah, and yeah. doesn't get enough of the flesh yeah. of the breast yeah. in, it hurts and it will make you bleed. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's first one. Hang on, hang on, hang on. It's so you'll bleed not from them biting it, no. but from them sucking no. so hard that they suck. Because it's done incorrectly and it's not the way it's all designed to fit mm. together, it will create blisters, it'll create cracks in the nipple. Oh, right. And yeah. it will... Oh, yeah, and nipples suffer. There are old wives' tales that if you want to breastfeed a child in late pregnancy, you yeah. should um, uh, get steel wool and what? go for a scrape. Like there, there are some mother-in-laws and mothers out there that tell their what they're soon what to be to harden them up, to, to toughen them up, to rub them oh with uh, metho. Yeah. I've heard that one as well. Uh, you know, play to, the guitar, to dry them? them out. <laughs> so just. That's, that, that's how I got calluses on my fingers. So I assume that would work for nipples. That's good. No, that's, that, that works well. And so, you make a bit of money too. You, you could go on the road with that. So yeah. that that's a skill. With, with the old nipple yeah. guitar. You can play two guitars at yeah. once. Dueling nipple guitars. Brilliant. Sorry. So, um, <laughs> Serious. Yeah. Um, Dueling glanjos? So the... Oh, high five. <laughs> Yeah! It's a two high-five podcast. That is, so, that's uh, pretty good. That's not bad. We've totally changed. I've never high-fived Dan in my life. That's twice in under 20 minutes. So, so, so basically, there is... I've never done anything impressive before. That's true. <laughs> have, you, have you heard podcasts one, two, and three? Whoa! <laughs> so basically, what I'm getting at is that it is a learned skill for both mum and baby to make sure yeah. that it's done. Because let's face it, when you're um, up every two to three hours feeding around the clock your energy and attention kind of gets a bit sapped and if Mm -hmm. and if you've done it wrong once or twice in that time frame well then it hurts and or the baby's sucking blood and the baby's getting hungrier and hungrier and getting more voracious on the breast as well and i discovered something interesting once in my sister again these stories i've heard from her 11 month old child she suckled but didn't know how to suckle which is what you're saying now the kid didn't know how to work out what was doing so my sister thought I'm feeding my kid every three hours or two hours whatever it is through the night and her daughter was getting skinnier and skinnier and more and more restless and she took it and got sicker and sicker this is a very new baby very new baby like first week kind of thing and took to the doctor my sister went something's really wrong here took to the doctor and the doctor went your kid's malnourished it was like, doesn't make any sense because I'm feeding it last times a night. And the doctor went, hang on a minute. And they thought about it and they worked out what you just said then. And it makes more sense now. The but kid, the kid was not, hadn't worked out what to do and wasn't getting any milk. Well, it was getting a very little amount of milk. And it's for both people, like both the mother and the child, have to work it out. And what I was taught by the lactation consultant when I was in hospital... <laughs> what a job. What a title. Yes, yes. Hi, I'm a lactation consultant. Uh, it's... 
Some midwives are also lactation consultants, but not so all. Someone midwives got the opportunity are. to give themselves their own business cards. <laughs> what is it that I do, and how do I boost it that? Sounds up like, it sounds like FBI. Like, yeah, the on the old shirts. FBI. No, no, no. Is it FBI? Oh no. Yeah, breast inspector, female breast inspector. Female breast inspector. Thank you. Yes. So there you but go. Yeah, but well, it sounds like that. It sounds like no it. one gets a high five for that. No, no, <laughs> it is pretty bad. It's, it's what Bogans put on shirts, and so I'm not into that. Bogans are Neds if you're in Scotland. Neds, Chavs if you're in England. Um, mm-hmm. What's the American version? Rednecks. Rednecks. Yes, that's you know. So we've covered the world there, most of the world, uh, well, except for Asia. But anyway, except for the other two hundred and sixty countries. Yeah, yeah. The, 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 but you know what I'm trying to say. The, uh, the, you know what we're talking about here. A lactation consultant. Oh yes. yes. <laughs> How could we forget? <laughs> oh, you, you were definitely you, you were just amusing. No, us no, with no. The name. So the lactation consultant gave me the advice that what you're looking for on the breast is. Sorry, I kind of break it again. I did a lot of breaking in, but did you meet this lactation consultant in a bar? Like, hey, baby, I'm a lactation. No, I met them in hospital when I rang the bell and said, "Hey, can you have a look at this?" Not not, not as sexy as I thought the story would be. (laughs) No, no, there there aren't a lot of you know softcore porn romance stories about. I'm a little bit anxious because (laughs) so far I've been doing a really good job of looking Renee in the eye whenever she's been talking about her boobs that are right in front of me. Yeah, but now she's starting to point at them to demonstrate stuff <laughs> and, I, and, and I'm like <laughs> what's the protocol now what I've what I've done you, you de- can look at this what I've done dear listener is taken one of the uh, one of the feeding devices what am I from Mars uh, for feeding, feeding devices in my hand and that's what I've been probing my attention to so that I am totally legitimately not staring so at you've been through. fondling the fake nipple yes and that's not as weird at all the one that her child will be drinking from not strange at all it's, yes. Okay, stop. <laughs> Wash that. Now I feel so, weird. Oh, uh, now I feel um, weird. Uh, <laughs> I'm looking forward to meeting Claire when she's sort of 16 years of age and going, Hello, Claire. My name's Greg. I used to come to your house and fondle your drinking instruments when you were a baby. I'll go to jail now. That's okay. That's Back to jail. <laughs> we're kind of moving on from bottles at this point in time. So. That's okay. That, I'm um, not weird at all. So you can keep that. (laughs) Anyway, the lactation consultant Mm -hmm. told me that what you're aiming for is a look of Special K lips. The lips look like the K on the Special K, like that's how open... So that's how wide they are. Yep. And that's what you're looking for to make sure that the nipple is far enough down the throat to get the right... I guess, peristaltic action. Ooh, okay. Yes, it would be. Yeah, I suppose it makes sense. So, I mean, as much as it's sucking, like, because there was a mention in the, the last podcast that it's it's less mechanics and more... Chemical. Chemical yes, with the, the hormones. And mm. hormones is a whole heap of different story. And I, I was, fun? I was very, very lucky, and mm. I had the fun hormones. Mm. Seriously, I had... The textbook lot of hormone. I was happy mother glowing. Oh yeah! Like, oh my god, life is beautiful. Is it air great? <laughs> I was seriously um, saying we should have another baby on the night that Claire was born. Well, <laughs> Steve was threatening to go upstairs right there and right then and go get a snip. <laughs> <laughs> but that's how good the hormones were for me and wow. uh, they were really good I really worried about sleep deprivation because I'm a 10 hour of sleep a night kind of girl and, mm-hmm. and I haven't had 
10 hours of sleep a night for a long time now. See, podcasters keep coming over and demanding to talk about our boobs. No, no, no. Terrible. No, no, no. It's demanding. Demanding. No, child won't allow for that Mm, at this point in time. And we had a bit of a rough run with sleep Mm. in that we didn't get a... Oh, we might have jagged an occasional eight-hour sleep through, but... On the whole, we didn't get a proper sleep through until she was about 11, 12 months old. Okay. So, how old is she now? 18. Months. 18 months. Okay. So it was. You said 18. I'm like, wow. What are these balls still doing <laughs> now? Like, these kids out of months. I'm not that old. Thank you. They Dan. don't move out of home. <laughs> they don't get their own car. They don't drink from actual cups. <laughs> no. I have to feed them from their bed. So I was. I did really well on the hormone lottery, mm. but there are some people that it just doesn't work mm. for that they they get really bashed around with the hormones it's postpartum and, depression and that sort of stuff yeah pnd mm. and, and all of that sort of stuff and it is it is and i can completely understand with sleep deprivation how you can get there very quickly but initially i was lucky like i said that i i had happy i was on permanent happy pills it was great mm. i like no feeding every two to three hours not a problem. Isn't life wonderful? This is just honey, we should have another baby. And it wasn't until <laughs> it wasn't until I stopped breastfeeding that the uh, part of my head that went, Oh no, the original plan was not to do that mm. really kicked back in. But while I had the the hormones in my system, I can completely understand you know those oh. women that have twenty children and, and like just oh, yeah. and they just no, keep yeah. going and going and going. That was the first time I ever understood wow. how that could happen i could quite have happily have just gone from one to the next and i think there's a hormone high mm. that some women get I wonder if that, that hormone goes through to the child because ah, yes. surely it'd have to because you'd have depressed infants and, uh, and happy infants depending on how their yeah, mother's yeah. dealing well, well, you, i would expect so you like that, get that kids are drug, like if, you, if you're a drug user and 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 you have an addiction, your children can be born addicted. Yeah. So, yep. I, I'm, so extrapolating from that, I would have to assume that, yes, anything that goes on in the mother's body gets mm. passed to the child. Yeah, and, and, one, and that was another thing that you were talking about with the placenta. Uh, the placenta is quite a um, good barrier between the mm. mother and mm. the child. And as you pointed out, it is created to feed mm-hmm. the child and to Fantastic. be that barrier. But there are some things that do cross the placenta. We'd have to because it would have to be glucose and things. Otherwise, well, nothing passes. It's a blood barrier, not a yeah. not a but, impermeable barrier. And, and see, and this is one of the things that I picked up, and this is one of the reasons why I've got my new little toy here because I have a website here to. It better be Sorry. Wikipedia. It is. Yes! <laughs> we, we live uh, to talk about rhesus disease. I assume it's oh. rhesus disease. Oh, Because yes. you, you have to be tested late in pregnancy mm. because if the mother is... Because uh, you know how you've got it's your blood a rhesus, types. rhesus factor, isn't it, on your blood? You, you've got blood types with your positives yes. and negatives and um, all of that sort of negative. stuff. negative. The rarest of all blood types. That means that makes you uh, you can accept everyone's, or that you can be. Accepted? I can I can give. Ah, you're, you, you're oh, sorry, not the no, rarest. No, not the rarest. A B negative. No, the rarest. most useful. Yes, I, yeah. So you're a negative. So I can give blood to everyone. That's right. And I've even got that thing. You know that some people have that disease. I think maybe that cats give them. I'm not sure. But the one that toxoplasmosis. It's like eighty percent of people have this disease, and twenty percent of people don't. And if you're if you don't have that. And your O negative, you can give blood to newborn babies. Oh, so I'm like a superhero. And then I yes. gave blood to someone who was suffering from leukemia and they healed. There I'm like, go. Jesus, I have Jesus blood. <laughs> nice. And that 
that quote would never come back to haunt no, you. No, that's, that's not quite the story. She, uh, she'd been... She was in my basement. Le- leukemia was gone from her system, but her immune system had shut down. Oh, okay. And so she needed blood transfusions, and all the ones that they gave her before didn't work. Mm. And then they gave her my blood, which oh, gold. Nice. Mine kicked her immune system back in action. Damn. Well, well done. Uh, mine's a... No, no, no. Say it louder and more sincerely. <laughs> No, I saved her life with my amazing magical blood. That's, that look, deserves. Okay. Well done, Dan. Uh, okay, well, hang on, hang on, hang on. Did you do it in the Batman suit? That's the only way. You know what I'm like. I'm sorry. If you go in there dressed as, as Bruce Wayne, no, no, no. You have to keep it quiet. If you go in there and smash through the windows and deliver her blood that saves her life, then you get a well done for me. That's the rule. I don't make the rule. Actually, I did make the rule, and now I'm enforcing it. Well, I'm not putting down what you did, but you should be humble. That's a stupid rule. <laughs> I'm very impressed, Dan. I look... Oh, I didn't say I wasn't impressed. I'm just not... I'm too skinny to carry off a Batman costume. That's true. That's not fair. It'd be Robin. Little green trunk. Oh, come on! <laughs> I don't die that easily. Relocated to sidekick. No, no. He took a long time to die. He didn't die easy either. But just so you know, he got beaten to death by the Joker with, a, with an iron bar. And then blown up. The way that you were saying that, it was uh, like, he didn't die easy, like you'd done it. <laughs> well, I uh, yeah, the Joker and I have an affinity. Okay, look, let's, we're going off. Reese's Factor. Reese's Factor. Which is, I figured it's another little quirky, interesting mm, science factor. It is. But basically, if the mother has negative blood type, mm. and... That, that means Reese's Factor negative. That's what it means, isn't it? Basically, it's a protein It's a protein on the on the blood. Oh, I don't, I don't need to read your internet. <laughs> uh, it's a protein on the on the outside of the blood. And once again, this could be a walk of shame for me, but it's, it's the protein, whether you have the protein or not, it gives you positive or negative blood. And if the baby and the mother are incompatible in late pregnancy, it yes. can be very, very dire. And so they, give, can, you, they yeah. give you an injection that in Australia it's referred to as an anti-D, and it helps stave off that issue. I, I, you don't hear about it these days, but women still die in childbirth. Yeah. Mm. Until quite recently, your chance of dying, both dying, was pretty damn high. And, and that, that's gone down a lot, but that still means a lot of people still are. Mm. And we don't talk about it, I think. I think it's a whole... We, we, it's like 26 in 10,000 if it's a caesarean, and 30 in, th- in 10,000 if it's... A, Sounds like an odd number to me, because yeah. why don't you just divide it by 2 and have 13 in, in 5,000? I worked this out because it was percentages. Ah, right. So, at any rate, yeah, it's a, it's a, yeah, like 26 people... 26 pregnancies in 10,000 are some sort of screw-up mm. yeah. um, for the baby. And they're slightly... No, sorry, and caesarean is 22 in 10,000, but it's more dangerous for the mother. My, both my sisters had caesareans, and both of them swear by them. Thank you very much. They're like, I, I yes. Had, I had a cesarean <laughs> oh, yeah. because labour didn't progress. My waters broke at 3am uh, <laughs> on very little sleep. So that was super exciting. Uh, <laughs> off we toddled to the hospital and uh, and she just wasn't in a position. Mm. And she was posterior, which meant that her uh, spine was parallel to mine. Mm. In, and her spine should be at my belly. Yes. But she was head down, which is a good start. But it pulled her head back and there was no pressure on the cervix so I wasn't dilating mm. all of that sort of stuff which actually kind of not that I really need everybody to know about my cervix but hey um, <laughs> <laughs> just in general talking about the labour process was my waters broke we went to the hospital labour didn't start naturally so there was still a bit of my waters intact so the, mm. the doctor broke those to try and kick things along and that didn't so, work what, what are the waters? Like that, I mean it's a plug to, to keep no, everything safe 
It's right? a sack. The sack, yes. What's it do, though? But it's... Like, like, like oh, it, it, it cushions it, the cushions. And, and, and it's got all the amniotic fluid oh, in it. Oh, okay. Like it's got all... It, so so you've got the waters, you've got the sack. Because yeah. the kid's inside bobbing up and down in that it, water. And, oh, and, and, the and kid's inside the, inside sack the sack that the waters are from. And then yeah. the waters and, break and, and, and then everything's and, supposed to come and out. And actually, mm. there are babies that are born intact in the sack. Oh. And then they can be... That's called the call, isn't it? Yep. And you get caught, caught, and if you're if you come from a society that believes in magic, then that makes you a magician or a wizard. If you're born with a call over your face, it's a very powerful oh, thing okay. magically. It means you, your second sight. Oh, okay. And uh, did these people actually, you know, see the future? No, no, because no, they got it doesn't wiped. really pan out very well. No, they, they got wiped out by technological societies actually use science and metallurgy and stuff like that. And so, you know, hey, we're just saying. So, baby is in the the sack, and and baby while the. As the organs develop in utero, they actually drink the amniotic fluid and pee it out. And that's actually really quite important when you go for scans and all of that okay. sort of stuff. They can measure the bladder and they can see okay. that, it, that everything is functioning. Sort of where. So it is important that you've got an intact sac for baby to be in. Because as somebody pointed out, pregnancy is actually an external... I mean, although the baby's actually in my belly. You keep pointing. But, but if... <laughs> it's big belly you can't miss it um, <laughs> but if, think about it baby in a belly but baby has got a way out so yeah. it is actually external from my body although it is internal as well yes I see what you mean yeah. mm. it's not like it's not it's, in my it's chest not the, cavity it's not the, yeah yeah it's not like you have to crack it open like an alien face chest burst or anything like that it's, it's like a bay is still part of the ocean yes, yes. Or, or, or ship's bay like you can have little ships inside the mother ship but there are, that means you can still get outside influences inside the bay of the ship. So, you know, when, when they return the, the runabout to the Enterprise, wee, and it goes. Yeah. And that's when the, normally the aliens on the side gets, blah, and it runs into the ventilation. Like, yeah. which, up which is why... And, when that's how, water, and that's how I made you. <laughs> which is why when your waters break, that that's a road in for infection. Like, when, when your waters break and, yes. and you've lost the call, the protective barrier membrane between mm-hmm. the weld oh, and the baby, Yes. that's why when your waters break, there is a finite amount of time that they'll let you labour before they go, nah, baby's coming out. Because right. they, to reduce infection okay. Okay. and the like that like that's where it got to for us to mm. make that decision in that i i went into the hospital at i don't know i got there before 5 a.m and it was about 6 p.m having been there all day in my little gown with no back trying to get labor happening but it mm. didn't work for us and i had a temperature which they were worried about mm. was an infection for baby and all of that sort of stuff and they said you can keep going, you could try, because they all knew that I wanted to keep it as intervention-free as possible, but as turns out, as soon as I got there, I needed intervention because contractions didn't start. They put me on a drip of oxytocin. Oh, love. Oxytocin. Yes. You can just get that yes, and plug it in. Uh, it's in, how, I think who needs a relationship? It. How do you organise that before you get old? <laughs> I, I want it now. It's not old. I, Actually, I, I want to I, I just get straight, go straight past the oxytocin and yes. get a little... A wire tunneled into the pleasure center of my brain, so I oh, just click a button yes. and be happy. That never goes, that goes wrong. Well, it, it, it'd have to fail for a couple of hours a day for me to uh, eat. 
strangely enough, though, no, strangely enough, when you're training people, when you're rewarding, what's your teacher thing here? When you're rewarding children, rewarding them every time, actually, it drops off. The success of reward oh, drops you off. You want a Skinner box? So you know, no, yeah, no, 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 no. Yes, of course I do. You, you look who you're talking to, but that's not what I'm talking about. Right now. <laughs> but if you, so if you had it, so you press it every time and it fired in your brain, then in the end, yes, you would win. It'd be pure pleasure. But what they've learned is you should reward intermittently and you will, people will still press the button and so if I if I make if I reward you do something, give you a good reward if I only do it on the on the first time and then the third and then the and then the 11th and then the 17th and then the 22nd but and no set patterns and one of those is five you know what I mean no yeah. set, just do it intermittently do it and, and extend the intermittent process you will still work as if I was giving you one every time yeah so if you so even if you had it go click bzz, yay click nothing Nothing. Click. Yay! You would still press that button very, very quickly. Yeah, it's it's your brain goes. I didn't get this time. Maybe I get it next time. That's why people do that whole you know they they stupid arm and and they drop down. They pick up the little rabbit. Yeah. Okay. Going completely off on a tangent. Did you see that they're building a giant skill tester machine down in Melbourne? You can pick up a truck. No. (laughs) You pick up a Hilux and steal a Hilux. You got to drink. You got to drink beer to win an opportunity, and it operates off a little joystick. You can actually game those machines because they're set on things so they only grip hard enough once every certain amount of times so if you sit there and you study it you can actually learn the pattern I didn't realise I just thought it just had a weak grip no, so you go, oh. it actually changes the strength oh, of its grip. Okay. Oh, okay. That's the more modern computerized versions of it. Yeah. Casino always wins. Well, I went to the <laughs> I went to the um, exhibition this year for the first time since I was 18 years of age. This is the Brisbane Echo. I call it the exhibition. It's like a fair. It's, to it's, town. it's the town. Yeah, it's it's a city fair. Rides. I haven't been for many toys. many uh, carnies. Carnies. Uh, and, and, and I, and I, Dog I, trials. I discovered I was a crack shot with a gun, which is always a useful thing to learn when the zombie. The apocalypse comes I now know I'm a crack shot with a gun mm-hmm. uh, and, and I was thinking oh they're going to rip us off you have to shoot ducks like little metal ducks to win a prize one of those kind of things you see them in 1950s style movie though come on Mary Sue I'll shoot some ducks and win you a prize okay? roll up roll up try your hand at the uh, duck shooting game maybe she'll sleep with me if I get that duck for her or well, you know what I mean that's the stuff and I thought oh it'll all be rigged and I, I, it won't fall down like the third one I shoot won't, won't go down I was I, in my head like no nah, he's stuffing me no nah, I'm gonna I, I can't win bang 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 ting 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 all fall down Win a prize. I went. Oh, I was wrong, and 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 I didn't say anything to the nice man, but he, he could often tell I was I'd gone all kind of cynical, and I was like, oh, I was really quite happy. And he asked his prize, I got a prize, and all was good. Then I realised, of course, he doesn't need to rob me because I just handed him five dollars to do these three shots of a pellet gun, which would yep. cost him ten cents each. And then he handed me a, a little dog. I could win from the five dollar. I gave him five bucks. I could win from the five dollar area, and the little dog that I won, he had hundreds of, and they would have been made in India or China yep. for maybe fifty cents. Yeah. So he's made four bucks profit. He doesn't have to rob me. He already did. Daddy, you know what else he made? You happy? He did, and that was what four bucks was for. And, and, and yeah. I learned a useful skill. I learned that I was a I was a, a dead shot with a with a pellet gun. That's, that's quite a useful skill to have. <laughs> it is. It's good to know these yeah. things. I'm no good with an actual gun, but a pellet gun. Oh no! It's I can stop those already... aluminium, th- those thin aluminium zombies. <laughs> with I'll shoot them with an aluminium point in their head. Ping! Down they go. Bonk, there they go. Bonk, bonk. Anyway, um, Renee's learning just how much of a gauntlet it is that she has to run in order to <laughs> appear on the podcast, <laughs> just <laughs> like Stuart and Dr. Watson have before her. I've known Greg a long time. Uh-huh. <laughs> so, oxytocin, which was oh, yes. about... Pure chemical love. Uh, well, and, and I think they use a synthetic one uh-huh. uh, for... Well, cause they, so where do you get the pure stuff from? Well, because it's, it's, <laughs> it's... The it's brain a, of a pregnant woman. Yeah. <laughs> 
What are you doing? Just a farm of them in cages. I need to feel love. What? (laughs) Why don't you just get a girlfriend? No, no, I'll just suck your head for a bit. Get a straw. Like the tick. (laughs) I'm less of a parasite this way. (laughs) I just turn up once a week. You're asleep, it's fine. She doesn't know. It's in a big bag, and I actually went through pretty much two bags of the Sintosin. Did it feel uh, good? Like, what no, it, what, no, uh, no, it was uh, quite boring. It was a drip, you know. Uh, it wasn't, I didn't. That sounds like your last boyfriend. <laughs> no high five for you. <laughs> but basically, I was given the option of I could try and continue with a natural delivery or I could go for a Caesar. And and basically my doctor said I hadn't really dilated any further from mm. the time that I got there to that time. I think she maybe a centimetre and a half. <laughs> Sorry. She put... Sorry, I just have to say, when I hear the word dilation, you know where my mind goes? Stargate. <laughs> the Stargate had a metal thing that it could protect, stop the aliens coming to the Stargate, and it dilated, and it got bigger and quicker. That's where, that's where yeah. mind goes to. What's wrong with me? What's wrong with me? What what, is, what's, is, what's wrong with me? Like, like what sort of red-blooded male am I? Dilation, stargate. Trust me, there's not a lot that's sexy about dilation in the, in the context yeah, of fair childbirth. <laughs> but basically, to birth a child, you have to get to 10 centimetres dilated, which is pretty significant. Yeah. Yeah, I, I learned something though. Um, you see in movies that men, you know, three men, a little baby, and that sort of stuff. Uh, any, any time with men with children, and they always come in and they put their elbow into the. Is that a cliche of testing the temperature of the water? Supposedly wrong. Your, your elbow is so calloused, and they're saying why your baby's lips are not like yours. Well, you should put your finger in because that's, that's actually closer to the temp. Like, no, ow! If you run it under hot water, like for a bath, yep. if you've had your hands in the hot water, you're already desensitised. Oh, okay. Oh, fair enough. So oh, there you it's, go. It's a difference. It's like your skin there is a bit too rough. So if you put you, yeah. if you put it in, you go, oh, it's fine. No, that's your horrible, null, broken, callousy skin. If you have to test temperature, the best thing is your inner arm. Very sensitive there. Mm. Your penis, the head of your penis. Yes. yes. The head of your penis yes. into the baby's bottle. <laughs> <laughs> or unless you want to go to jail forever. <laughs> Especially not your own baby. Your own baby, you probably get away with it. But to someone else's, oh, right, I'll just go feed Claire's. <laughs> oh, even I don't like that. <laughs> Yeah. I've, ups- I've upset myself now. I'm not a bad person. This feels really drawn out and laboured. <laughs> but the oxytocin, the issue was that because I'd been through ne- nearly two bags trying to establish labour, my doctor pointed out to me that they actually use it after birth as well mm. and they use it to encourage the body to stem the blood flow because you lose the placenta mm-hmm. as part. Mm. And so you've got a raw wound where, oh. where there has been oh, right. lots, lots of blood being transferred yeah. and then suddenly it just goes... <laughs> but it, it, oh, it oh, okay. didn't like siphon shut... <laughs> and then fall off. It actually goes, hey, I'm off, and suddenly you Well, I mean, in a natural delivery, it's, it's the afterbirth, you know, yeah, when yeah. you're talking in a vet sense, mm. that they talk about the afterbirth. So humans don't call it afterbirth? Well, I, it is, oh, okay. but it's more commonly discussed as an animal thing, because us humans don't do that, we just don't do you know that sort of thing I mean I, I don't know that there have been too many instances where you have talked about placentas around the table no, no like this because, 
It's a medium, is it? Burying them under a peach tree or something. Uh, You you plant a brand new tree. One of my notes here was the eating thing. One of the reasons that people say that you should do that is that, A, it helps with uh, restore iron Uh, levels because it's high in iron, and, B, it is alleged to reduce instances of postnatal depression. Oh, because Because nothing could be worse. Worse. (laughs) (laughs) Once you've eaten your apple center... So everything's up from there, baby. Maybe maybe that is it, but um, maybe it's... it's, it's no, no one's willing to accept it, like, how are you feeling today? If I say I'm feeling bad, he'll maybe eat another placenta. <laughs> I feel great. So there you go. That's the placenta story. But basically, mm. the oxytocin helps with staunching the blood flow at the end. And so really? it's like, because hemorrhage afterwards is a very real risk of... That's pretty good for uh, being top of the list for ha- how mothers die, mm, right can on. die. Yeah. And so my doctor pointed out that because I had so much of this oxytocin during labour to try and get it happening that she was worried that if they continued for too much longer and used too much more that it might not work oh, ah. at that end and I've got to say that so when you've been you. awake for 18 hours at that point in time and you'd been to a big hottest 100 party the day before <laughs> <laughs> that's a musical festival by the way yeah. A, a big party. Not a smart review show. <laughs> no, big party the day before, and it's so been out for a large proportion of the day before, up for eighteen hours with about maybe five hours sleep in between yeah. at that stage, and highly emotional as pregnant women are want to be, and that's when I made the decision that it was probably best to conserve my energy for you know the next because parenthood's kind of hard. <laughs> the next um, thirty-four years, and that's how I made my choice. And, and I... When did you move out? Oh, no, 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 no. I'm Gen X, baby. I, le- I left... Well, actually, quite, I was quite late for Gen X, but for, compared to Gen Y, I was out the door quick spot. Bloody Gen Y, staying until the so, 28th. So, I mean, and that's... So that's how I ended up having my caesarean, was mm. that Claire wasn't in a position that she... And my mm. doctor basically said that it was unlikely it would have happened within mm. the time frames because they, they like to... Because the waters had broken, they like you to deliver within 24 hours of that right. to offset the fear of infection. Mm, okay. There mm. you go. You made a great quote about suck that stuff right out using <laughs> suck. He's using things I said against me. That's not cool. <gasps> Who would have thought? Now, this things is... from a podcast recorded forever using against me. Oh, my oh God. Oh, no. I know. Oh, I know. Oh, awesome. No, no. This is going to be some sort of terrible pumping. De- oh, God. It's not actually connected to anything. Um, it's just the motor. Oh, that's right. I, I, basically, oh, I like motors. That's fine. This one, and there are lots. That of... is called swing. Worries me. That's not what you. That's what you. Not that's how you got pregnant in the first place. Not how. It's there are a lots swing of swing medulla. It sounds like a dance, doesn't it? Or, or, or the man who got a pregnant. <laughs> So, oh, that's terrible. Swing so medulla. I don't mean that. Uh, he's a lovely man. I mean nothing by this, but. Uh, Swing, swing's a great guy. Yeah, he's, he's a, <laughs> we like swing. There are a lot of different breast pumps out there, and you can get oh, hand ones that you... a picture of this horror, yeah. too. <laughs> Why do they call him Swing? This That's because he likes me just as much. I bought because oh, I read the marketing material, and I happen to believe them, because <laughs> I'm a happy consumer. And when a baby suckles, it's not a consistent thing. It, it's mm-hmm. not the same... Oh, oh no, it's, it's, I've done it now. 
The lights are on. I don't know what to do. Oh, stop. Okay, stop now. Um, seeking you. <laughs> basically, the baby doesn't suckle to the same strength the whole time. To start with, babies suck quickly and shallowly. Is that even All right. Word? So, so basically. Here's the little picture from the website. We'll put this in the links notes. So to get the letdown, which is where... So it's at 120 sort of sucks of... Cycles per minute. Cycles per minute, wow. Well, that's what the, and then the machine does. And deeper after the first... So, so then it goes longer and harder without okay. trying to sound like a porno there. But I, <laughs> You said that. I wasn't even vaguely giggling like a schoolboy until you made the porno comment. I was being very adult. And so was Dan. High, high five adult. Uh, Decency high five. That's right. Thank you very much. Should probably be a handshake or something. No, no, no. Actually, can we, before you play with it... That sound will haunt your dreams. Remember in... <laughs> That's uh, a breast pump. Remember in Star Wars, <laughs> where they had the little server robots that used to whittle down the... No, yeah, yeah, yeah. down the aisles and clean yep. stuff up and yep. bring out... If two of those got together and sort of started having sex uh, in the cupboard, <laughs> that's what I imagine that sounds like. like. So, 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 so. Until Chewie walks in. And they have to stop and run away. <laughs> so basically, the issue is that the baby needs to do the fast sucking to stimulate what they call letdown, which is when the hormone kick in and oh. actually get the milk flowing. Right. The and milk the, must flow. And let, letdown can be painful. It can sting. Like, oh. it's a muscle. sting. that's why they sting. call it a letdown. <laughs> no high five. Oh, In the I. early stages of while you're breastfeeding and getting used to it. You mean, anybody, mean it's not, not each breastfeed. No, no. Like, like just in the process of learning how it all happens and your body's got to learn how it works too like it doesn't automatically just kick into overdrive because to start with you get colostrum for the first few days which is a highly important for kids to drink isn't it very nutrient dense Mm. and that if you don't breastfeed like continue breastfeeding that is really really important and you can express it by hand is that where the all the immunities like if you're immune to something so that's when it's passed to Claire like certain immunities are passed through the colostrum Colostrum uh, and breast milk as well, oh, okay. but it, it's just really nutrient. It's that's really that, dense. That can't be true. I just realised that can't be true because kids have to be vaccinated. Otherwise, you just have one person vaccinated, and no child will have to be vaccinated. And vaccinated it's not the... a complete thing. But if there's a cold mm. going around, and I get the cold, yeah, Claire's in a much better position to oh. cope with it because she is getting my antibodies to help right. her fight it. And that's why that's one of the big pushes for people that are very pro breastfeeding. <laughs> so I just have an image of what a great way to get the flu shot. Um, but that's, that's get why some it's sexy young, doctors. Yeah, sexy doctors getting flu and then you just go in there and cycle. There's no I downside mean, to this. There, there, there have been, been shots. Yeah, that's right. There have been um, news stories of a, a woman that expressed milk and gave it to her ailing father to drink like he had cancer or something oh. like that to help oh. boost his immunity you drink cow's milk I try not to but as a, as a society we drink yes, cows milk yes. I'm always a bit disturbed and, by and that that's, that's when I, and I do drink it I, I might have mentioned in the last podcast like the last time we talked about male lactation and I do drink milk not as much as I used to don't, don't need as much as I do anymore but I find occasionally my brain goes you're drinking 
the lactations of gals, and I can't get it out of my head, and I have to put it away, and I have to walk away from it, and, and forget that fact for another moment, and then go and drink it. I, I find it, something about it that freaks me out. To me, I think there's something inher- inherently more real when you're engrossed in it day in, day out, and you feel like a cow when you're breastfeeding a child, like in the mm-hmm. early stages, because mm-hmm. you do. You whip them out all the time, and you're feeding your child yeah. from your breast. There are good hormones that make you feel good about mm-hmm. it and all of that sort of stuff. It's not something like, yay, it's breastfeeding time. You know, <laughs> it, it was never that. It was about doing what I felt was best. It's pragmatic. Yeah, yeah. well, for me it was, but I'm a pretty pragmatic kind of person so maybe that's I love the idea that when it was inside you when she was inside when Claire was inside you so notice how I just went from an object to a person to an individual then yeah I'm getting better so when Claire was inside you your body produced all these hormones I love it I love it everything's great brilliant once she came out of you your body went yep yeah, you can't get ta- can't take it back now it's here so it stopped you're holding it going oh, damn it now I need those, those hormones as well but your body's like no no no, no, no. Oh, no I got I got happy hormones that made me this is lovely, I've got a newborn baby, I'm getting up, I'm having no more than two hour blocks of sleep. Oh, and so then, you still have that then? Basically, uh, when they're new newborn, it's pretty much two hours between feeds around the clock. Right. And between the feeds, you've got to get the baby up, change their nappy, change their clothes if they've pooed or vomited all over them, which is mm. a fairly strong likelihood. You've got to feed them. And in the early days, while you're learning how it happens, it can take up to an hour to feed them then you put them back to sleep Hmm. and then you go I'm exhausted I might have a nap now and then within the two hours of it starting they go I'm hungry again and you need and so that's how you live is that if you want to have a shower or you want to do laundry Hmm. or you want (laughs) want to sleep it has to be within that window of opportunity so you do have some pretty hardcore hormones that are helping you get through that time that's why I really feel for the women when that link doesn't really work for them so maybe there's no such thing as a woman having that sort of like her hormones making her depressed maybe everyone would be depressed in that situation and it's just the fact that your hormones are working that actually gets you through and and maybe it is maybe Maybe, yeah yeah, maybe it's like because quite frankly um, I mean as they get older and and the changes happen very quickly I I see a walk of shame in my future yeah I think so I think no there's been a lot of studies this, and and yeah there is some pretty negative it's not just not uh, not happy it's you know depression is kind of a serious thing I think there's a difference between not happy and being depressed when you're only getting very limited sleep Mm. to start with and it's broken sleep that's a form of torture yes like they use Mm. i mean no they don't use that because of geneva conventions and all of that sort of stuff but they don't don't just play justin bieber at people in a big room or whatever it's a form of torture to do that Mm. to people especially over a long-term period of time so so i I want that edited out with the podcast i want to hear Renee going, but having a child is a form of torture. torture. <laughs> it can be. <laughs> Trust me, there, just there are moments. Just ask Greg's mum. <laughs> there are moments where it takes every ounce of your being to survive. Why do people do it then? Because they don't. Because Sorry, they, that sounded like such a psycho killer thing. No, 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 no. Well, because they don't stay in that zone forever. Yeah. And in yeah. fact, realistically, they don't stay in that zone for that long. I mean, and as, as much as there are plenty of people that would tell you that they have got five-year-old kids that still don't sleep the night through, and Claire doesn't necessarily I'm always. I'm 35 and have problems. 
things. Well, and that's it. But, you know, Claire's at a point now where we're getting better quality of sleep yeah. when we are asleep and it's more likely to be at right when we're trying to get to sleep or it'll be right before we're due to wake up. And that's mm. easier than having three lots of two hours of sleep overnight and then trying to get up and function in the world, you know. Yeah. Yeah. And Claire is now at this point in time, she's starting to talk, she is starting to mm. interact, she brings us books that she wants to read, she's making leaps in understanding and, mm. you know, just... That's what I'm interested in. The only part of child rearing I'm interested in is watching the brains develop. I've done a lot of development psychology in different degrees and things like that so the idea of watching it just fascinates me but unfortunately it's a Skinner box experiment I really would like to you know separate them out and see how they walk against wolves yeah that's <laughs> some stuff uh, or, or you know because you go after this many months they're smarter than a turtle yeah. this many months they're smarter than a duck now they're smarter than a dog and yeah, I, I want to test that. I, I want to go, well, I'll, I'll get a duck and a turtle and a dog mm. and they'll do tests and we'll see who... See it's who... very, very lucky that the Frog Princess and myself have decided not to have kids because we've established if we did, there would be all sorts of fascinating experiments run on them <laughs> to the point where we'd have to name the first one Control. Nice. And then the second one Agent 86. But I'm no, that was good. Not really, it wasn't. That, oh, come on, that was... Pl- Unless it's a girl and then that's money. No, it's not in there. Thank you. <laughs> stop it. Stop. Both of you stop it. <laughs> and speaking of stopping it, I do believe it's time to wrap it up. Uh, it's time enough. for this conversation to dry up. I think, oh, God. It's been fascinating. We love to have people on the podcast who are not us because, you know, we just yammer on. So, uh, yes, thank you very not much. That stops us. No, well, no, no, no. We were actually a lot, a lot politer to Renee than we were to Stuart in the last one, I must admit. Stuart, I, feel, I always still feel sorry for Stuart. He came onto our podcast and we were just, we just did theatre in front of him. It was terrible. <laughs> anyway, so thank you, Renee, for, for actually, hey, listening to the podcast. You you are the audience. Well done. Um, and, uh, and actually caring enough to go on to and tell us how wrong we are. We love finding out we're wrong. That's how we learn things. That's not, how you learn things. Not wrong, just a different perspective. Just oh, nice. Yeah. We'll have her back. <laughs> Speaking of dilation. Uh, she can... might get back to sleep. quiet. Never go quiet. She can smell us. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Decency <laughs> high five. Right. Thank you very much. It's probably a handshake or something. No, 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 no. We're not gay. So basically, that's what this... Cut this... that. That was awful. Sorry. <laughs> no, that's such a weird thing. So, so, I think I said you, I wanted to shake. <laughs> <laughs>